Welcome to another episode of Queer For It, a podcast hosted by three queer friends living in Austin, Texas, bringing you a weekly dose of queer realness and laughs. I'm Courtney, I'm a lesbian, I use she, her pronouns, and my Instagram is at court underscore Rhodes. I'm Chris, I'm a lesbian. No, I'm not, I'm queer. <laughs> I use she, her pronouns, and my Instagram is at the Yolo Bandit. You can be whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I said it and it didn't feel I know, you like looked at me and I was like, what's happening? Well, I was like, oh, I'll say I'm a lesbian, and then I was like, ah. I don't even believe myself, so. <laughs> I am also Chris. I'm a trans man. I use he, him pronouns, and you can find me on Instagram at see the stars ablaze. And this week we have um, the lovely Dunhill as our guest. Can you tell us your pronouns, how you identify, and where we can find you on the internet? Oh my gosh, of course. So hi, I'm Dunho. I am a trans woman, and I am pansexual. Um, you can find me at by, B-Y, Dunhill on Instagram or any other platform you're on. <laughs> Is that the title we're supposed to use? The Lovely Dunham? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. That's, <laughs> that's what I wrote down. <laughs> any variation of a compliment and then Dunhill's name <laughs> will be accepted. <laughs> so um, we're going to be talking about transitioning your experience as a trans woman and then also as um, a fundraising partner with Flaunt. Anyone who doesn't know, Dunhill was our last successful partnership and she actually just had her um, breast augmentation surgery on last Friday. It is mm-hmm. Monday. Yes, so very fresh. It's very, fresh. very fresh. We can see it. We're still bruised. She showed me and I was like, wait, did I just do that? What's that right? just happened. Crazy. <laughs> Um, how was everybody's week? What's Monday? Is it? How's everybody's Fuck week? this Monday. I know. All it started so rough. I said it just to say it. Fuck it's it. Fuck bad. it. Can we just skip past it? There God are no us. pleasantries right cool. now. Today is dead. Let's continue. <laughs> I'm here for right now. This is the highlight of my day. Fuck oh, everything God. else. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, this is the best thing that happened to me today for sure. No. I've literally just been on meds all day, so. Yeah. <laughs> so the highlight of my day, too. Are we in my room right now? <laughs> Why did you bring me here? <laughs> you know what? Proud of you. Where are my cats? <laughs> That's really what I do. It's the most on-brand thing Courtney has ever said. <laughs> yeah. Why did you bring me here? No, no where, where are my, are my cats? cats? Where are my cats? I miss my cats. I just want to sleep with my cat. <laughs> I'm dead. It's so good. Oh. All right. Um, that's what Do we want to talk about this weekend though? Like, is there anything you want to touch on, anybody? Um, no pleasantries. Okay. I, I, it was great. Yeah, we can just skip it. I was looking forward to Monday, but turns out it sucked, so I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about your surgery at least. So that was yeah, on Friday. If that you want to talk on about, Friday. Um, um, it was Friday morning. The girl woke up at like five in the morning. Yo, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you are not a morning. Surgeon, I am not a morning. The surgeon person. is in Austin, right? The surgeon is in Austin. I've met with the surgeon um, do you, three times. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, that was the question I was going to ask you, you. How many times did you meet like before you had the actual surgery? Mm-hmm. So I met him three times. Um, I've like sporadically throughout the past two years, um, kind of just to do um, checkups and consultations to kind of just see where and how and basically just like what we're going to be doing with. Um, my body because obviously like as a trans woman my body isn't going to hold regular implants like a biological woman's body Um, so he was basically just talking about 
what we're going to be doing, the different materials that we were we were using for me and um, the methods that he wanted to do in order for them to stay where we wanted them. And um, <clears throat> certain things and certain materials to keep them from like dropping all the way down to my navel in 10 years. Okay, that's what I was about to ask that question. I didn't know. So you said that the implants won't because you have a an original male body the implants don't stay they stay differently mm-hmm. I have no idea. um so because so what the the plastic surgeon calls it was the boob shelf uh-huh. mm-hmm. a lot of biological women are born with a boob shelf the ribs are actually formed differently so they can hold oh. boobs um on your chest that's amazing mm-hmm. but because i'm not like that. Yeah, yeah. He needed to compensate for the fact that my ribs aren't going to hold these the way they that they normally would. So would they with okay, so would they have to so what do they alter? Like what are the options for that? So what normal breast implants or the, the material that pe- that doctors use for normal breast implants, um, you know, you, you have your saline solution, mm-hmm. you have your silicone, mm-hmm. and then you have that, um, what is called the, the gummy bear, and that's what I have. Um, so I have gummy bear implants, um, but then also... The, what are, what's different about the, I've never heard of this. <coughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the difference between the gummy bear implants and, like, the saline and the silicone... Mm-hmm saline is obviously just saline mm-hmm. um and then silicone is just silicone with the gummy bear it's a mixture of a little bit of both oh, okay. um so that way think of a gummy like think of a gummy bear if you cut a gummy bear in half it stays as two separate halves, halves mm-hmm. of gummy bear, yeah. like nothing leaks nothing spills nothing's oozing got you, got you. so if that were to happen to me it stays like that. Mm-hmm. There's no leakage. There's no. There's no. Nothing gets into my veins. Like it's. It just splits. Is that a pretty huge concern with implants? Um, so, yes, popping, yeah. breaking, stuff like that. I've heard. Sp- I would be so paranoid. Oh yeah, I've heard so many really <laughs> bad sex stories <laughs> of really? implants oh, popping. No. Oh my god, that's so scary. Oh my god, and like I would literally run out crying, <laughs> holding my boob, like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've only ever thought that I wanted like a breast reduction. And then also recently someone told me about, I had a friend, she had implants and she went and got some new ones put in Mm -hmm. and she got like the, it's like a, like a mesh, like under brassiere almost thing that they installed kind of uh, like under her skin to help hold the implants higher. Whoa. Yeah. I had never heard of it, but you have to have, you have to do with implants. So like I want to get a reduction so and I don't want them to put more in. So I couldn't. That's not something I could use. Mm-hmm. So I have to get like a reduction in a lift. But I had, I was like, what is this little mesh bra thing? I want that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to sit high and tight. How do I do that? Right? I just want to have to wear a fucking bra. Really? So that's honestly, good. that's one of the things that I'm most excited about. No, after, after, good. Yeah, after what, the two week period that I'm mandated to wear a sports bra, yeah. I will probably like never wear. You have to wear, do the compression, is that why? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I will probably never wear a bra. Yeah. Like, good. I, I, <laughs> I would, yeah. Like, if I paid this much money for them to be perky and up, mm-hmm. I'm not. Wearing a bra. And was your surgeon? Your surgeon wasn't trans specific, right? No. Just a surgeon that had Just done. Just a surgeon. Tra- he had yes. done other trans women before, right? Yes, he has done other trans women before, and that's how I had met him mm-hmm. um, because I had dated a couple of trans women that he had worked on oh, previously. Cool. cool. Um, and then the other thing that we used differently, <laughs> the other thing that we used differently for my body is the casing. Um, most typical like trans 
or sorry, most typical um, implants use like a smooth casing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the stuff that you'll see like on TV where it's just like a really clear smooth. Mm-hmm. So like the little orb thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, what we used on my body was a textured casing. Um, so it kind of just looked like there was essentially like sandpaper around the implant. And the reason why we did that is so it grips onto yeah. the pocket that he made underneath yeah. my muscle mm. better. Like stays in place better. Yes. Because yeah, it has some more friction. It's not going to go moving Exactly. Around. Yeah. So that way in 10 years, these implants aren't going to be by my navel again. <laughs> So that's kind of well, just the thing. That things makes that... one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the things that um, he also talked about with me and asked if that's something that I was interested in. in and obviously, I said yes. Um, so that's basically what is inside me right now: mm-hmm. um, textured gummy bear implants. Crazy. Yeah, and if anyone's like, it's four hundred and seventy-five cc's. Okay. okay. So what is that's like a C? Is like that a would be C? a full C borderline D cup. Yeah. Oh man, I keep getting Girl, questions. I yeah, I, I keep getting questions I got the about kid- that. I, man, when I was in sixth grade, I had double D's, and my life sucked. So, <laughs> no, I've been trying to reduce the cubic area. My chest is taking forever. That's amazing. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then we also did the typical incision where it's underneath. Um, so that way he could also separate the muscle from, because it's, my implants are underneath the muscle as opposed to on Versus, top of my muscle. Okay. And when they do on top of the nu- muscle, that's when they usually go through the nipple. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Or the armpit incision. Mm-hmm. Or the armpit. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So why did you opt for the under? Just because, well, it seems like the least painful way, actually. <laughs> um, I did the underneath the muscle because again, it, it creates more of that pocket. Mm-hmm. So it holds. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he also said that with my body type, if I had put it on top of my muscle, you after everything heals and drops, I would have actually been able to feel See, yeah. where the like bag started yeah. and where my skin started. <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not about that. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll look more natural. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh man, that's really, yeah. And I'm sure that's, I mean, I'm sure it's specific, you know, every person thinking about doing their boobs should consult their doctor individually on what works well for them. But, um, it's nice to know that he like talked to you and you guys thought about a bunch, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's a, I don't know. I, when I think about like getting my boobs done, it feels really scary, you know? What, uh, were you scared about it? I mean, you like, what made you, yeah. What made you, what helped you get over the hump? Help me get over the hump. What were you like? No, I'm gonna fucking do it, and I fucking have to. Let's go. We're doing <laughs> it. I don't know, honestly. I, I was kind of just like, I don't know. Like I just, I wanted to go for it. Yeah. Like I was just like, I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like, um, refusing and denying myself of things that I want. Totally. Like I don't care if people think I'm crazy. I don't care if people think I'm a freak. I don't care if people look at me because. Honestly, people have looked at me and stared all my life, so might as well give them something to look at. <laughs> um, and I don't know, like, I guess three years ago, something just, like, snapped in me where I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want. And, yeah, so three years ago, that's when I basically just started to look into everything, like, my options, um, Is that HR- when you started um, transitioning mm-hmm. three years ago? Yeah. Um, I started to look into HRT, or, um, HRT. Um, started to look into if I needed to be on HRT in order to get implants. 
Um, for like um, for like insurance or something like that, or for like medically for just medical. Okay, cool. Like I wanted to know if if <clears throat> being on hormones was a requirement in order for mm-hmm. it to work for oh, it yeah. to even work. work out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then when I found out that HRT wasn't something that I needed in order to get breast implants, I then looked into the pros and cons um, for HRT, and then that made me decide not to do it because I'm not a hundred percent sure that I do not want kids. And I know that if I do start HRT, that is out of the question. That goes away. Yeah. So for anyone at home who might not know what HRT is, that's hormone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I didn't realize does it, that like it's irreversible. You can't. Well, have, like it like diminishes your your my chances, chances of. Have. Well, because what is it, it like? Lowers your sperm count mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. it makes them less effective, yeah. too. Yeah, because, I mean, you would be introducing We're estrogen. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah. Well, we I are. know, like, on the, on the like, um, FTM side, like, <clears throat> so essentially, like... My eggs are still viable. You just have to, like, go off of hormones and then... Uh, but they're sad in there. You, got, right? you yeah. gotta, like, juice them up a little. Yeah, you gotta go off of hormones and then go on to, like, an estrogen treatment to, like, make sure or whatever. Them. And, like... And I assume that they're like less viable than if you'd never been on testosterone. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think that estrogen diminishes um, sperm a little bit more than mm-hmm. testosterone affects. Uh, yes. Plus, um, like testosterone blockers would have just completely mm-hmm. just stopped that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And did you find that there was much? Uh, like, do you feel like you found a sufficient amount of literature for you to be able to make the decision about yourself to, to decide to not do hormone therapy versus do hormone therapy? I, yeah, I actually did. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of really good information, um, like online. Yeah. Um, Nikita Dragon was someone I like definitely followed, <clears throat> like following her transition on YouTube. And on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, like definitely helped me. Uh, who was the other? Gigi Gorgeous is another one that I also like followed. You know, because like they're they're very public trans women who like you know don't don't shy away from the fact that they're trans. Um, so having them record every single waking moment of their lives and talking about it definitely yeah. helped me because it made me feel more valid mm-hmm. totally yeah you, know. you weren't having a singular experience exactly You're, there are totally people that are doing exactly what you do you guys just don't know each other exactly yeah yeah so like having having outlets like that like social media outlets like cool. that definitely helped me decide um where i wanted to go with like my transition and everything yeah um are either one of them not on hormones too no both of them are on hormones yeah. how do you feel like representation wise like, do you see, have you seen other people with a similar experience to you who chose not to transition, like, on hormones? Because I feel like I only know of, like, there's, like, one popular trans guy that's not on hormones. Well, I mean, there's, like, a, like there's probably more than one, but, like, Ryan Cassad is not on hormones. And then that, that guy, Grayson, is, like, an, he's naturally transitioning. But besides that, like... I follow a ton ton of trans guys, and I haven't seen very many people opt not to. What yeah. does naturally transitioning mean? Uh, like supplements and stuff that can like boost your like 
every yeah. like assigned uh, female at birth, people have natural occurring testosterone, so you can like try to oh, boost okay. it. So you don't there's like add it, of, you just try to like. There's mm-hmm. a lot of but iffy it, science. There. I was about to say, mm-hmm. but it might be kind of. I mean, there's a lot of iffy science around like vitamins and stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, mostly putting a bunch of wood pulp in your, yeah. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. in your uh, capsules, and that's what you eat. And yeah. you're like, no, no, I feel better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, cool. so have you like? No, no um, you were the first trans woman that I've like met and talked to about well actually like talked to obviously but like that I've seen who's like been open about it yeah yeah no yeah I, I actually don't know a lot of people or a lot of trans women who aren't on hormones and yeah. like a lot of people like are very surprised when I tell them that I'm not on hormones yeah I was, I was you're like girl yes I see I woke up like this <laughs> I woke up like this <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Like people always assume that I'm. That's one of the first questions they ask. How long have you been on hormones? And I'm like, and you're like, oh my god, thank you so much. Actually, <laughs> actually, <it's> not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've actually. So I've met one other person, but they identify as um, non-binary, but mm-hmm. lean towards more of like a feminine expression towards w- w- when they dress, mm-hmm. and they decided not to go on hormones. Um, but again, they, they their aesthetic is very like non-binary. Mm-hmm. So like, I I don't think they like have the desire to either surgically or medically transition. Mm-hmm. So they just, yeah. so they just want to be them fucking selves. And yeah, <laughs> no one bother them. Yeah, Got which is it. which is yeah. <laughs> sounds like yeah, get to it. Me. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would love to ask the lovely Dunhill. Um, about your like uh, your coming out story, and then also your um, what transitioning was like for you, or yeah. what like making your decisions, or <clears throat> how it felt to share with people for about that stuff for the oh first time. Oh my gosh! Time. Yes, of course. Yeah. Wait, so, are we recording already? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So, <laughs> did, did you did you come out as gay first? Um. So. Uh, as a trans person, most trans people tend to come out twice. Once yeah. as their sexual orientation, and then again as their gender identity. It's so fun. So fun. <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> if you haven't Ever. come out twice. If you've never come out twice, come out twice. For kicks, yes. for kicks spice up your next Thanksgiving. Well, you get yeah. a test run like at least. Yeah. You know? Work out the kinks, and then you do it another time. Yes. Um, so I actually came out as bisexual when I was 18 in San Francisco. And that's what you used? You used bisexual? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I came out to my mother first, and it was a really, really, really amazing conversation because it went something like this. Hey, mom, I'm bi. Oh, that's great. What is that? <laughs> it means I like boys and girls. And she was like, hmm. Me too. <laughs> really? And I was like, word. That makes so much sense. <laughs> You're like, this is my moment. Shut. You're like, mom, you can't come out. Mom, you can't just come out to me, mom. Mom. Oh my god. And I started laughing. <laughs> and she was like, do you remember, um, Gina? After I divorced your dad, and I was like, My friend Gina? Yes. <laughs> and she was like, Yeah, that was my girlfriend. And I'm like, Yep, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. 
I can't believe your mom turned around and double dare came back out yep. in your face. Yep. So hard. Yep. Yeah, I was like, I raised you one. Yep. She was like, what'd you say, boo? I got you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right that. So that was probably the best way I could possibly come out Blessings ever. Because blessings. my mother was amazing. <laughs> Awesome. And then um, I think two days later, because I was living with my uncle in California at the time and my mom was on Guam. Um, two days later, my uncle comes up to me and goes, so my your mom told me you're bi. And I was like, oh, okay, she told you. And then he was like, I told her that the apple didn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you knew. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, as coming out stories, that was probably like the best, like um, gosh, best way to that. do it. We've had such an array of them, and that yeah. one was very. Good. <laughs> that one went like f- I think that was the first fun coming out uh-huh. story I've heard. Because <laughs> yeah. the last, um, what was his sweet face that we, we had on here? Yeah, Ryan. Ryan was on here. He told us about his and his parents being like you know super empowering and awesome. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. But I certainly haven't heard a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> she might as well have been like smoking a cigarette and drinking coffee. And she was like. Girl, me too. <laughs> <laughs> While well, her girlfriend Honestly, is going down on her, she's like, talk about, she's like, can we talk later? Gina's coming over. <laughs> So, good. Oh, so yeah, that was that was me coming out so to my mom. One, yeah. Yes, and then three years ago, um, I came out as transgender, but I unfortunately couldn't come out to my mom because she had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came out to who did I come out to? Really, just my close friends. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, I remember like it was it was interesting because like when my mom passed away. I made a list of people that I needed to call mm-hmm. to, to share that, you know, like, hey, this happened. And then when I was coming out as trans, I looked at that exact same list mm-hmm. and I'm like, these are all the people I need to tell that I'm trans too. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally just went down that line and I called people and it was, it was, the reactions were all extremely different. Really? Yeah. Um, and a lot of them were like, are you sure? You know. <laughs> Which is generally what you ask back someone. Yeah. When they tell um, you <laughs> And I was like, no. honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I'm not. But I'm going to continue to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I gonna... feel like that's one of those things that's really hard. Like, I mean, coming out as gay, like, even that, you're not 100% sure when you come out. Like, you're, you have an idea. But, like... Coming out as like like transitioning like it's a whole journey. Mm-hmm. You're like I haven't even absolutely like unless yeah, you've yeah, already yeah. been experimenting with yeah. it like behind like unless you're already transitioning yeah there's no way you can be 100 percent sure exactly yeah. you know, like, exactly yeah. That, yeah. Question, that question doesn't work for like are you sure for like almost anything because like everything is uh, like you said a bit of a journey yeah very know? fluid yeah right? you're, you're like listen I'm certain that I feel that this is the right direction mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. move that way exactly but yeah it's yeah it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, the, and, and I, I gave him an answer. I was kind of just like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where my end journey is, but all I know is this is definitely something a journey. Like I, I want to embark on, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was met with, I just want you to be safe, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, it's very, you know, very fair. Very, very fair. And were you living in Texas? I was yet? living in Texas. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so definitely um, very fair living in Texas as opposed to San Francisco. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. that like to sidebar? Was that uh, a very different? Was did you have to kind of like 
get into Austin culture after being in SF culture? So honestly, um, the SF culture and the Austin culture isn't very different. Okay, cool. Like that's good to know. Um, but less black people here, right? No. No. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like similar mix. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like extremely diverse. Cool. Um, whenever people ask me from the Bay Area, like how I like Austin, yeah. I literally tell them. This is what San Francisco was two years, like five years ago, before all the tech companies took yeah, over. Totally. Like before rent went up times twenty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this is this is this is very much. It's on. Sand. It's on its way. Um, right. So Austin was friendly then. Austin was extremely friendly. I think the 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 most memorable like conversation I had coming out as trans was with my father, um, and my relationship with my father has always been like a hard one. You know, because he was your traditional Filipino man's man. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure my dad is part of the Filipino mob. <laughs> because none of my cousins and I know what any of our fathers do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But for some odd reason, we do? all went to private school and we all went to private colleges. <laughs> and they all paid for all of that. That's amazing. Yep. So uh, I'm pretty sure, like, my dad and that side of the family is part of the Filipino no mob, but please don't kill me for That's saying so that. <laughs> what does dad do? No idea. I have no idea. We don't talk about it. You know what your father does. You crazy? You know what your father does. Get out of here. <laughs> Stop asking dumb questions. Yeah, do That's a dumb question. But so like, you know, I was always afraid of my dad. My dad definitely put the fear in me. Does he doesn't uh, he live here? No, he actually li- he still lives on Guam. Okay. Um, so when I called him to... He's in the mafia. Yeah, exactly. So like when I came out to him, I was obviously really, really scared and I was kind of already crying when yeah. I called him. Sure. So he was like, and like given, given his state of mind, he had just heard that my mom passed away. Oh. He knows I'm all by myself in Texas. I'm calling him crying, so he's obviously already concerned. Um, So then I tell him, Dad, I'm transgender. And he has no idea what that is. He has absolutely no, like... Totally. Conception yeah. of you don't, what that is. You don't get to like get away by just saying a word and letting their mind fill it in. You have to paint the whole picture. Exactly. Yeah. Like he has absolutely no idea what that is. And so I cut it down to, Dad, I want to get breast implants. Mm-hmm. You know, to simplify the mm-hmm. entire thing. And he's like, do you need that? And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I know a ton of gay boys who don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, but that's not me. And he was like, well, are you worried about being bullied? And I'm like, dad, first off, I'm still your child. You've raised me. What do you think I do with bullies? <laughs> and he was like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> and then he was like, are you sure you want to go through surgery? Like, I don't want you to go through surgery if it's not needed. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I assured him, Dad, it's 2018 at the time. People get breast implants on the hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and he was like, okay, if this is what you want to do, I am not going to say no to you because you were my child. And he's speaking in Tagalog. Yeah. Um, That's so cool. Um, and he goes, if this is what you want to do, then this is what you're going to do. You are my child, and I'm always going to love you for it. And I want you to know that you can always come to me with anything because I love you and you are my child. 
And I thought it was really, really, really like heartwarming that ever since then he stopped using my like dead name Mm -hmm. and he stopped using gender specific words Mm -hmm. in English and started to use the Tagalog word anak which literally translates to my child. Mm. There's no gender to it. That's so like, beautiful. Yeah, there's no there's no like it's not like you can like you're my you're you're my anak. You're my anak. Yeah, it it yeah, literally yeah. just means my child. Oh. So I loved the fact that when I did that, he purposely just anak. Mm-hmm. And that's what he would call me. Yeah. Like it he never wrapped it like he he couldn't wrap around the fact that I didn't want to be called a mic anymore. Mm-hmm. But for him, it made more sense to just call me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I completely loved. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So is he, he's still supportive? He's still so supportive. I actually called him Saturday night mm-hmm. to tell him that I got my implants. And, like, I showed him and he was like, you look so good. Oh. I am so glad that this is what you did. This is what you wanted. I am so happy for you you know you were always welcome to call me. So, what a great man. Yeah, and trust me, coming from coming from what I grew up with, yeah. this is huge. Yeah. Like these were these were huge steps. So this is this is coming from the guy who told me when I was six if I came out as gay, he would hang me by my feet by the pig pin. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, um, it's so lovely to hear that he just like, you know, the vehicle of the power of love for his child is enough to make him want to open his mind and change and be different and think different mm-hmm. and accept you without yeah. questioning you. And that's um, incredible. Yeah. So it was, it was great. Um, and then after that, I basically just came out on social media and then I came out at work. I even like literally spoke to my boss. I was like, yo. I know we're having an all-store meeting. Can <laughs> you? Like, Where, can we talk? Can we? Can we? Can we make this about me? Can we like? Can I get like fifteen minutes so I can talk to these people to let them know what's going on? Totally. And he was like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" And I'm like, "Yes," because I'm not about to do this individually with like fifty and different people. Awesome. And I'm not about to hear everyone talk about this. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Like I'm just gonna I'm gonna get up in front of them, and that's what I did. Like on our all like on an on our all-store meeting, I. Literally, my name was written down Dunhill, and everyone looked at me like, what's going on? And I walked up there, and I'm like, hi. I'm wearing heels, and I'm in a dress. I know the vast majority of you know me as Mike, but guess what? (laughs) We're transitioning, (laughs) and y'all are are along for the ride. And it was was great, because a lot of them were just like, hell yeah, girl. Totes. Let's do this. Totes. Well, the thing about, like, um, you know, having a moment where you, um, like, embody courage for other people is it's very hard for folks not to, like, be addicted and just want to be on board, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so contagious. Yeah. You know? it's And it's it's empowering. You probably don't know the effect you had on some of those people there when Mm -hmm. you did that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. How did you, um, like, pick your name and everything? Um, so Dunhill is actually my biological name. Is it? Um, is your middle name? Well, so like most Filipinos, mm-hmm. we'll have two first names. Okay. Yeah, educators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my first name is Mike Dunhill, mm-hmm. um, and my mom chose the Dunhill um, part of my name, and then my dad chose the Mike part of my name. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just 
wanted to stick with that. I wanted to stick with the name my mom gave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did it feel and like... And it's gender <laughs> neutral. Like, I mean, like... Exactly. Yeah, and it's unique. Yeah. Did um, it feel like kind of honoring your mother a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Um, so much I so imagine. that I was actually thinking about changing, like, because I haven't legally changed my name yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but so now I've actually been thinking about changing my legal name to Maria Dunhill because that's my mom's name. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom's name's Maria. Yeah. Um... Obviously, I would still go by Dunhill, but legally, my name would yeah. be Maria Dunhill to honor my mom. That's really fun. Yeah, so that's that's kind of why I stuck with the Dunhill name. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's cool. I wondered. I was like, Dunhill, that's a cool name. Is it the last name going first now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I also thought you might throw us for a loop there and be like, I'm thinking of changing my name to Dunhill Dunhill. Dunhill <laughs> Dunhill. <laughs> <laughs> Dunhill Downhill. So here we go. <laughs> um, and for those who like don't know, Dunhill is actually a brand. Um, it is a. I think it was originated from Italy um, by Adolfo Dunhill. My mom worked for um, the company overseas when she was pregnant with me. Hence why she names me Dunhill. Mm. So if you look up Dunhill, like if you Google Dunhill, you mm-hmm. will see like men's apparel, leather wallets, mm-hmm. high-end stuff. Oh, I, I actually that. have their logo tatted on my back. Yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> I'd need to get a logo tatted. Yeah. Because sure. yeah. I was like, yo, if I'm going to get a logo tatted, it's going to be mine. <laughs> so, so glad I never got a Quicksilver logo. Yeah. <laughs> right, folks? <laughs> Oh, so you were um, looking at, you're getting ready to transition, you decide 2018 is when you decided, is that when you said to start transitioning? About there? Yeah, about there, 2017, 2018. How did you find Flaunt? When did you meet Flaunt? Um, well, that's actually a really interesting story. I was on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, you were. And, and so was um, Flaunt. I was talking to I was like, did you match with one of my catfishes? <laughs> So I was on Tinder and I was talking to, I don't, I don't remember who I was talking to, but it was, it was, it was, just, it was this one guy and he was, I was telling him about myself, obviously, cause he's asking questions. And then he was like, Hey, you're looking to get top surgery. I know of a company in Austin that actually helps fundraise that. No way. And then sent me all the links. Hmm. And then that's when I followed you guys on Instagram. I like I I, I did I did the whole nine, mm-hmm. and I just started to just like really dive into like. Well, and you you had that. bought stuff and supported. Mm, yeah, definitely. One or two of our previous oh partners gosh, yeah. before mm-hmm. you even applied. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I thought that I thought the fact I that was the coolest. Yes, I thought that's that the coolest. Yeah, because a company that is helping like the trans community or just the LGBT community totally like giving back in that sense is just so amazing you know and it's something that I definitely want to do mm-hmm. you know like <clears throat> so I, I was completely on board with it what I totally admire about that partnership model that y'all have is it's not people going we're giving 10% away to um, you know victims of this 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 you're like we are making a direct impact to help someone to I, define their goal get their reach their goal and execute on post mm-hmm. that like it's not a you know it's not we're giving a hundred thousand dollars to an underserved country or you know some it's not vague at all it's very specific yeah. it's, pers- it's directly very personal. extremely personal yeah and yeah. It, it 
changes a life and impacts because you said you'd bought with other campaigns like impacts other lives too at the mm-hmm. same time it's yeah. amazing I think that is so. I personally think yeah. it's so amazing I get to gloat about mm-hmm. it about you guys because it will sound cocky if you do but <laughs> that I like work around and spend my time just talking to entrepreneurs and nobody I have not heard anyone design an idea like that yeah. to have that, that yeah. specific of an impact which is which it, it, and it's extremely great because honestly without flaunt I would not have my right tit <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I love that literally that's amazing. <laughs> um, so you guys should yeah. throw a little clause in there they have to get a tiny little flaunt logo yeah. on the I honestly, part you guys help pay for I honestly would not <laughs> be opposed to that <laughs> like it. literally be like at flaunt uh, right at the bottom right, of yeah, my scar I would be okay with that <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah. And then when people ask, I'd be like, yeah, no, this this boob is sponsored. <laughs> yeah. We were very intentional about our fundraising model because like some other companies that like fundraise for like trans people, they'll be like, okay, we do a scholarship and at the end of the year, like randomly choose someone or whatever. And like, it still goes to an individual, but like we were really like hyped on the idea of like that people, one, could like see the direct, like they could see the progress of something, see the end goal, and then like, our community often doesn't have the support of like family or friends or whatever. So it was like kind of, we were like, it's everyone getting behind an individual and then they like get to be a part of it. And then that person gets to feel like they were supported. So like it was very, there's a reason why we've like stuck to that just cause like it felt like a good way to like feel connected. And like, I made like a difference, even if it was like 15 bucks from these two shirts that I bought or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, I don't know, it feels like cool. So yeah, that's yeah. why we like yeah. did that. And it also creates like a huge community like totally. like the amount of people that have messaged me since I've like started flaunt mm-hmm. you know just be like oh my god like I wish I had your confidence like I wish like blah 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 this you this do, this you do emote some mad confidence <laughs> thank you awesome. um, even if Instagram's trying to like <laughs> dull your shine sometimes you yo oh my god you have no idea how many times my stuff has been put, taken down Ugh. oh god Ugh. whatever anyways we'll talk about it later <laughs> another episode <laughs> Um, But, like, even just that, like, being able to meet Mm -hmm. more people who are on the exact same journey or a journey Mm -hmm. that is similar, you know, like, I've had, like, I've I've had people in, like, different parts of the world message me and ask me, hey, I want to start my transition. How can I do that? Yeah. You know? It's awesome. And I think it helps, too, that you're so, you know, you're so not white. You can, you can, uh, you can really have an impact on other people of color that look at you and be like, Okay, cool. Me too. Oh, we're doing that too. Fuck yeah. Cool. Me too. That's just not a white people thing. Cool, cool, cool. Oh shit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you know, it's like. like I mean, it's fair. Like, there's no. This is like such an not a uh, as valuable example, but like, there's like pretty much no uh, people of color that do snow sports. You know, mm-hmm. it's a rich white. But you got pretty much. You think about snow sports, you go, oh, you got to be rich and white to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. So most people just like write that off as an activity. Like they could even. Like gymnastics it, still in bio. No, it, like honestly, when she did that. Like people are like such a huge like um, thing to aspire to like for like little girls of color to yeah. be able to be like I could do that you don't have to be white to do that you know like absolutely yeah. I have one I, and I have one friend he's a black guy he's a professional snowboarder and he's sponsored by Jones the North Face Vans Levi's just because because he's he is literally like the only one <laughs> literally you know and you're like yeah do keep going you know like be and he knows how important he is um 
he, he started off his life like uh, like very poor and and homeless and I think his mother abandoned him and his siblings and then now he's like a sponsored snowboarder and it's just it means so much to representation it means like so much totally to the people that look at you and can see themselves and so mm-hmm Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think the best, like the most, the thing that I take away from, like the most that I've impacted on, are um, I have two cousins who still live on Guam. Both of them identify as cis females, but they're both like queer. And both of them have messaged me separately, telling me that because of what I've done Mm -hmm. and because of my little fucks that I give about what my family thinks, (laughs) they have gotten the courage to come out to their family, my Mm -hmm. uncles and aunties. You know what I mean? Aunties is so cute. (laughs) Uncles and aunties. Oh my God, you you never heard the story that I wanted mom to tell you earlier. Who, Who came out in our family? Uh, her second cousin, I think. My mom's, like, second cousin or something. She's, like, 45. Like, she is, is getting divorced, and she just, like, came out as a lesbian. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Like, late in life. But she like, messaged in... my mom and was like, I, hey, hey, Kel, I need your help. <laughs> Can I talk to your I'm kids? coming. <laughs> I, I'm, I just came out. My mom has all the queer babies. So but, like, it's, she definitely reached out to my mom because, like, my mom has all the gays, you know? Like, yeah. She's, she's like, you've like, done this. Like, three or four, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so my mom and my little sister were, like, going to vote today, and then also they were like dropping off meals at my grandma's house and my mom it was so much funnier when my mom was telling it my little sister's like crying laughing in the fucking background at this story but they're like yeah we go to grandma's house and we're like hey did you hear about I can't remember what the cousin's name is whatever they're like did you hear about whatever and my, my grandma was like oh yeah and my mom was like that she came out as a lesbian and my grandma goes yeah I was worried about that she started working out a lot you know that can make people gay <laughs> <laughs> she said that and then Alexis Alexis is just like what yes. and, she, and Grana's like that's why it's proven and she's like yeah. she, she's like you know you work out and all the endorphins and the hormones and, and Alexis is just my little sister is like go, it makes you happy as soon as Jay you has away, your, happy. Testa, your bicep fills with testosterone <laughs> and, it's and, amazing and my little sister's like what and then my grandma goes I don't know I'm stupid and then just like <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm not explaining my logic to you. It's just science. I've seen little girls at the gym. I started worrying. She was working out. (laughs) So you heard it here first, folks. If they start working out, you're going to come out as gay. Something was wrong when she started wearing stretchy pants to the gym. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, um... Just to attract the other ladies at the gym. That's crazy. Good. It was That's pretty crazy. funny. I was like, Grandma. I mean, she's like 80 something. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm like, mean, you can't, at a certain point, you're like, yes, girl, if that's how you think it works, yeah. that yeah. must be yeah. how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. played sports our whole life. She's probably like, it's the yeah. sports. It's the sports. My wife, she was, every time she's like, my back hurts. I'm like, you should do yoga. She's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's how they get you. I'm trying to force your way of life on me. It's the gay agenda. <laughs> Exercise. It's the gay agenda. Do it. It's the new gay agenda. It's the new gay agenda. 2020, it's our new agenda. Exercise and start it. Start them young. Start them young. That's good. I was Um, like, man, I need more stories like that coming from my grandma. She wasn't even like shitty about it. I was like, at least she was like, yeah, she's a lesbian. Worried about it. It's just full misunderstanding. (laughs) It's so good. It's like so far off base that you're just like, I'm not even mad at that. It's like a hilarious story. Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) 
They're like, she has been buying a lot of chocolate milk lately. Mm, I wonder. She watches Ellen every day. Suspicions confirmed. <laughs> I was at the house when when our mom got the, the message. She was like, I got the weirdest message. And it was like, help, I'm coming out. And my mom was like, like, help, I'm coming out. Like, of where? Like, yeah, as she was a like, like, out? And she was like, yes, Kellen. Are you like, stuck out. <laughs> Why are you calling me? I can't really help you if you're stuck. I've been trying to merge for an hour. <laughs> Call the police. Bring a car. <laughs> Um, I was like, well, that's interesting. Okay, wait. So I wasn't done asking about flaunt partnerships. Okay, okay. Um, okay so you, so you, so you, now you've learned about flaunt off Tinder, like everyone else, and um, and then you started supporting by purchasing items and helping supporting other people. Yes, I think campaigns. I think I found you guys when you were doing Blair's. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And then um, you applied. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Is it on? Is the application online? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I saw you guys posted something about applications. Mm-hmm. I sent one in, and I think last February I heard back from you, and I was just like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's been a year, which is really <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah. Usually it's not that long, but we we didn't have binders in stock for yeah, a whole year, so which really slowed down <laughs> our. Um, like fundraising totally but it was still it was great it was the whole year of Dunhill the year of Dunhill that needs to be a hashtag <laughs> <laughs> and you were like the most active mm-hmm. the, uh, fundraising partner we've ever had <clears throat> it you. was really great to like be in Austin we really didn't like get to meet up and do as many photo shoots or like hangouts as we wanted to because me and Chris suck and we're very busy all the time but we did like get to meet up and go to things and like when Flaunt would go to an mm-hmm. event, like we could message Dunhill and then she would show up and like it was just really awesome to be able to like face to face get to know somebody and like cultivate a relationship. But yes. like even without that, I think you would have like you were just so hyped on being our partner, which is great. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, yo, That's I cool. made I made music videos. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. So, like, for people that want to apply, what's the what are you kind of looking for? I don't assume there's a formula secret sauce, but like, what are you looking for? Like, someone that like wows you with the like a like a sparkle personality differentiator? Are you what? Is there a videos portion on the application? No. Okay. (laughs) I wish there had been. You should you should put it submit a one minute video. Everyone should know how to make one of themselves. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to up y'all need to up my stands, y'all. <laughs> if I'm making videos, your next partner better be doing something better. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a, it's essentially like a job application. Yep. So it's like a whole page of questions to get to know you, to figure out where you're at in your transition, like um, why why you're transitioning, why you need help, like what how you're um, involved in the community is pretty mm-hmm. important. Um, just like get to know you sort of things. We try to get people who are involved or who are active in like either on social media because like that visibility is really important mm-hmm. or who like give back in some way. Visibility or, is really important, not just like, oh, because they've got people, but like for the success of campaigns. Mm-hmm. And for like the like transparency of like once we like finish a campaign like that people like want to see that someone did get their top surgery and like yeah, that the money yeah, went yeah, to yeah, something yeah, yeah. like totally. it's just for like that Chris kind of like here's a receipt get a new tennis court yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure right um, we should cover up the tennis but we've <laughs> it's a basketball court it's a basketball court it is definitely not a tennis court can you see you two back there with the 
racket and a shuttlecock. Just <laughs> yeah, that's tennis. Back and forth, just in a, right? Bopping, that's a tennis move. Just if we're in white polos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a skirt. I love it. Same. Yeah, you yeah. are. Because <laughs> those thighs. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, we've had... Um, you're, you're a 12th partner. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've had two trans women, two non-binary individuals, um, and then eight... eight trans masculine individuals and one of the trans masculine individuals fundraised for phalloplasty and everyone else was for top surgery wow yeah and the two trans women was both for top surgery breast augmentation so wide array putting a lot more boobs i guess you're taking a lot of boobs from the world yeah yeah okay and And they all went to me (laughs) (laughs) we um we've had like people that are like social media popular and not and we've had like tried to be very varied as far as like people of color and like different gender expressions we've had like i think our youngest partner was like 19 um you might be our oldest partner I don't i'm know. 54 i don't know how old you are <laughs> i'm 54 <laughs> You legitimately would not know what age you were. You could tell me anything, and I'd be like, you're younger than me. I'm 73. I had a roommate. Her name is Meg Meg, and she is hilarious. She's um, Filipino Mm -hmm. and something um, from um, Bali, Indonesian. Is that what that is? Whoa. Is that correct? Is she Filipino? Well, so she's Filipino, but she's from Bali. Uh, well, she's her, both. also, her, yeah, she's both. Uh, like Indonesian one and Filipino. Is her, yeah, is got that it, correct? Got it, got it, got okay, got Indonesia, got Bali. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, one parent is Filipino, one parent is Indonesian. Got it, got it. And they came together and had a beautiful Meg Meg. Mm-hmm. Meg Meg was adopted by a white family and raised in East Texas, mm-hmm. like left in East Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, she was my roommate for a while. I worked with her, and she was my roommate for a while. And we're all like twenty-three, you know. And then it's like. Meg's turning is Meg turning 40? Like just like we had no, she she looks like the rest of us. Like she, nothing cracked, not a wrinkle, flawless, gorgeous hair like this right. All the black gorgeous long hair that everyone and the most hilarious thing happened one time we were, I used to work at Lululemon with her and she's sitting there crouching on the ground folding shorts, um, folding shorts and cubbies. This was a job for someone. And uh, some guy comes up and he walks up and he bends down and he goes Aloha! And she's like, well, hi! Like, because she's from East Texas with a crazy And I'm like, I'm like you're, not, you're, I'm like, homie, no, you're not getting this right. <laughs> you're doing a bad job. And I love bringing her around my friends and then being like, guess how old is she? And they're like, oh, she's, obviously she's 25. And I'm like, plus 40. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yep. I, I, think, I think I decided at the age of 25... That that was it. That I was never going to tell anyone my age after yeah. that. Yeah, you're just 25. That's fair. It's either you or me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm 28. Yeah. So, yeah. me, I guess, because you're 25. <laughs> but, so we've had a range of, like, so 19 to, like, yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And all, sor- all sorts of people. But basically, we just kind of, like, look for... Um, a good vibe from someone, someone who seems excited about it, like someone someone who's supported previous campaigns is usually like a good sign. Because yeah, yeah, someone who's in your community. Yeah, they, they've already like supported the brand. They follow the brand. They know what's up. They're not just like they it's didn't not just, just about taking. Yeah, yeah, which I think is important. Um, and yeah, I don't know. We try not to like 
cherry pick or like hand pick people. Um, we did like we put a huge emphasis on making sure that we had trans feminine partners. So like Blair was the first one, and then when you applied, we were like very excited about having another trans feminine partner. Um, just because do, do not a lot of trans women apply? No, no. And I don't know if that's because they've only because it was the first. 10 were masculine presenting, or the first it wasn't 10, it was like 8, and yeah. then it was Blair, were masculine presenting that they felt like maybe we didn't. But it's open to anyone and everyone. Yeah. It just happens that like a huge portion of our following on social media is transmasculine or masculine at center because of Chris's Chris. following. Chris. Yeah. So like it just happened. It just happened that way. So that's why when we had Blair and then we had you, we really liked putting out that representation and putting like and showing like we do support this community and we really um, are actively trying to support yes, it. We're here for all trans But people. I also I see way less fundraisers for trans feminine people than I do for trans masculine people just online. Yeah. And I don't I know agree. if that's a safety thing. I don't know if that's like a That is that is something it could be a safety thing. Yeah. Trans yeah. Violence yeah. Violence yeah. To trans well because trans women are like the most like susceptible to, to attacked class of trans yeah. okay. of anyone, especially yeah. trans women of color. So for like like harassment online, harassment in, in, in person. So no, yeah. Assault. Ooh, girl. Uh, let me, let me, murder. don't, yeah. let's okay. not start with that. I was so wrong. like, people could be worried about like circulating this sort of information. It's extremely hard. Yeah. Like the trans women community or the community of trans women, they, they very much stay secretive because of that security thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I want, and it's also like you're more censored. So like, when trans masculine people like your changes oh, yeah, yeah. and you're getting surgery, you can post about it. But like the, yeah, because the internet doesn't, yeah, you can't show nope. the after effects of what nope. you've done to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, like, and so maybe that's part of it. I really don't know though. It's yeah. it's a really interesting phenomenon, and it's interesting that you've also like experienced that. Is like, that seeking it out? Does that feel like anything going from male and it being okay to show the top half of your body to female and it's not okay to show the top? Oh half my god! <laughs> You're like my are. nipples are the same. Oh, my nipples are. are the same. <laughs> I get so angry. I get so angry about really? this. Like the fact that the fact that I get shamed now for wearing more. clothes clothes right than I did when I was presenting as a masculine uh-huh. gay boy uh-huh. quote unquote like you could be wearing a mesh tank top wherever you wanted before it pisses literally <laughs> pisses me off like energy string yeah like I could literally like I could be wearing a speedo yeah. And everyone would have been fine. Innocent. Yeah. Innocent. Everyone would have been fine. If I wear a speedo now uh. People would have enough. It's gonna go bananas. Yeah, <laughs> people would have enough more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so that was actually something that like I actually had to work on because I was so angry about it. Was mm. that a surprise <clears throat> to you? I mean, I knew that it was going to happen. Okay. But being socialized one way and then having to get used to that is it definitely. Yes. Yeah. Is it, yes. do, do, do you feel like that's a sort of thing where like when people say they can't see from their privilege, like that was kind of like a like a punch through that for you. You were like, yeah, you were I like, honestly. Oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. do you, so do you also have like the opposite? So Chris, Chris has said because he was socialized as female and then now as male, he's like people listen more people like he navigates with more privilege you went the opposite direction so do you do you feel that as well definitely like i feel like that privilege that i had as a quote-unquote man had been revoked Mm. they took your card away they took my card yeah Mm -hmm. like and i was just like excuse me (laughs) excuse me 
still the same person. <laughs> same voice here. <laughs> hashtag same nipples. Yes. Hashtag they're the same nipples. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, it, it, it made me very angry. I was yeah. uh, like, for the, for, for, for like two months, I needed to like learn how to deal with anger. <laughs> like so how many, hard. how many times you have to say, excuse me? Yeah. It is so yeah. hard yeah. not to be so just an angry woman. No. Oh my God. I completely agree. <laughs> like, and like, that's kind of why, like I understood why there were just so many angry women. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, I get it. I get it. We're like, not crazy. We just not, have to yes, yell to be just, heard. Yeah. Like, like you have you to, knew. you literally have to make a scene in order to even be noticed. And then when you make a scene, everyone is going to be like that. That crazy woman's making a scene. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was definitely something that, like, I struggled with. I was kind of just like, hmm. So much so that, like, um, whenever I did want to get, like, someone's attention, like, I would, like, excuse me. Yes. (laughs) That's my favorite. Excuse me. Yeah. And they would literally look. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. And then you're like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it was. I was just like, okay, wow. <laughs> Did we yeah. use your serious voice on the phone? That's crazy. So that people take you seriously? Oh, I would. Uh, my man voice? Yes. Um, not only when I want to scare people. Mm. <laughs> I pretend to be in my in my in, for customer service. I pretend to be a male in my emails because my male. Clint doesn't get the feedback that Christina gets back. Clint just gets like, oh, okay, cool, thanks, man. You know, Clint can be like, yeah, we have it, we're gonna send it, or like, yeah, it'll be this, blah, 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 and no talk back, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Clint, you know? But Christina's like, um, actually, that's not okay, you know? Or like, they just have so much more to say, or they don't. I get so much more done if I just sign them at the bottom of my emails, Clint. Wow. So, I guess... I pretend to be a man sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need to do to get hey, shit done. Yes. Work the system. Yes, yo. Crazy. Yeah. Honestly, because of my like my my legal name is still Mike, so whenever people call me, they, hi, can I speak to Mike? I'm <clears throat> speaking. <laughs> Let me go get him. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. You Hold can, on one second. But you can ask what's it about and then see if he's here. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so Ooh, good. That's a good one. Yes. yes. <laughs> what is this about? Who's calling? What is this about? She is never going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. That's, yes. That's, that's what is this regarding? Away. Let me see if he's here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. God, I need to figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Your top surgery, your breast augmentation, do you feel like that's the last thing, like the last checkbox that you wanted to check off, like dysphoria wise? Does does that like, do you feel like that your transition, like that's where you want to stop? Because you're not doing hormones. Yeah. Um, Because like, I I can't, you say that you get get misgendered sometimes. You did at work before, which I can't even imagine because you are, you passed so well. Thank you. Um, (laughs) So I know that's one of the reasons why you were really wanting you know, boobs. Yeah. So because no one's going to question these. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're hard to ignore. You're, they're, they're big. So you're... Okay, so you don't want to do any more... Sorry, I'm about to sneeze. You don't want to do any more um, surgeries. As of Are now. There, as of... Yeah, totally. That's just the, yes. where the journey is right now. Yes. You're like, awesome. Just these boobs are still hot and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fresh off the factory. 
Um, <laughs> do you feel like an ease of your dysphoria already from it? From your like seeing your seeing your boobs? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. It's like even even, even though, as they are yeah, even, even as bruising. they bruised, swollen, yeah. and inflamed. These like, are titties. Like, These are mine. Once he had top surgery, just like even with the bandages on, like being flat. I mean, you were pretty flat to start out with, but even knowing like I there's was. nothing there, you know. <laughs> Not like, I would be psyched to be flat. Just. <laughs> I was like, these never really came in to begin with. Yeah, but. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna have to stop these right I here. I waited. Uh, I waited x amount of years and they never came in i I wished i wished and i hoped (laughs) i I did all this stuff i hung upside down a bunch i did i did what sacrifices (laughs) i'm kidding i don't do that (laughs) Um, i've and i've actually also put on weight for the surgery because i know that um separating the muscle Higher fat content is exactly. helpful for that. Would, would, would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I need to get back down to the weight that you need I, back down I to fighting weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to start working out again. You and me both. I also gained weight for your surgery. I didn't tell you. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, well, I'm You're here for so you. sweet. I am oh. here for it. Um, so we'll You're do queer that. for it. We'll do that together. I am queer for those boobs. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was something that I actually purposely did. I think like a month in, I was like, all right. I'm just gonna eat whatever I want. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Um. So you're back to like full everything. Like a month and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. after Good. after a week, I'm allowed to do like light exercises, yoga, like aerobics and stuff like that. After two weeks, Sit I should be fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After two weeks, Kevin, what was it? After two weeks. Uh, two weeks you can go swimming and, and go swimming. moderate lifting. Wow. Yes. Six oh. weeks it's back to normal. Mm-hmm. And then at six wow. weeks it's back to normal. You're already very mobile. Thank you. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Three days in. Oh, uh, right. This is three Chris, days old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris no, was shuffling would, around. No, no would be I was like, you know, I was in like, I had blackout. I had like, um, what's it called? Like so much adrenaline, like post up, and I was like very mobile for like three days, and then I was exhausted <laughs> for like the rest was of the, that final week, patient. and I was just like, I'm so sore now. Yeah, he was the absolute <laughs> worst. I was like reaching for stuff, taking the trash out, taking the dogs on a walk, and then I was like, the hotel we were staying in, they had like a happy hour. And so, like, yeah, after did. he had his surgery, he woke up, wow. and we were like, we're going to go down to happy hour. You're not allowed to drink. And then he wanders down, and he gets a beer. And we were like, you're not supposed to drink. And he's like, can't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love myself. You're not my mom. <laughs> my mom was there. <laughs> she probably cheers to me. She was like, that's right. She that's can't my tell boy. you what to do. <laughs> the worst part of his surgery was fighting with his ex of who was going to be able to go back there first oh, to gosh. check on him. Because they only let two people go back at a time. My mom was like, yeah, me. And then I was like, and me. And then his ex was like, no, I'm his fiance. And I was like, I'm his twin. Yeah. We like, and I was like, put me under. You're like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, and he was like, Dina? he was like, like, I don't care. I was like, this isn't my choice. You guys almost, fight it out. I almost got into a like, fight with him. He was all, he's all chatting before that. He's like, oh. <laughs> he wouldn't choose, and I was very mad about it. Hello. Anyone in my position would have done the same. Uh, yes, yes. I would have pretended to already been. Oh, MC straight up. Like, mm. Okay, that's our show Fiona, for this week. Them. Oh my god. <laughs> So it's first damn rodeo. I liked it. <laughs> I was wondering how we were going to wrap that up. She's like, 
All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bruce. Uh, okay. Well. Well. <laughs> go well, fuck myself. We just, and, uh, that has this day. Oh. Uh, well, Daniel, thank you for being our. Oh my God! Thank you for having me. Partner to talk to today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And leading us all through it. I can't wait the to... most ignorant. So no. it's helpful. Like, well, can't wait to go uh, dancing with you and oh, hang no. out and go to the yes. gay bars once the girls are ready to go out and play. Uh huh. It's legal in Austin. Tina and Mina. Tina, Tina and Mina. If y'all are thinking about moving to Austin, titties are legal here, so come on through. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be specific, titties in public. <laughs> titties in public. Titties in public. Anywhere a man can be sure. topless. Yes. Yeah. But inside establishments and stuff. Like, you have to put something on. Yeah. What do you? What do you? You get shirtless in every gay bar. Every gay bar. Well, they let me. But, uh, but that's, that's gay bars, though. Yeah. I think you could probably. I think you'd be safe on the show. Yeah, thank you. This was. A, a treat, a real treat. Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> uh, you really brought the energy up. I think we all talked in the beginning how we kind of all felt like shit today, but as soon as I... And also I was like, oh, I should just cancel. I feel so crappy. But the, obviously as soon as I walked in the door, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't feel like shit around her. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. just too good. Yeah, you just glow. You grab my mm-hmm. hand and you were like, yes, absolutely. I'm good. I promise. <laughs> We lived. God bless. Yeah. Can I wrap it, please? <laughs> okay, that's our show for this week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Queer For It. You can send us an email at queerforitpodcast at gmail.com and visit our website, queerforit.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends, family, coworkers, and everyone about us and shoot us any questions or topics that you would like for us to answer or cover in future episodes. And I'm sure that you can reach out to Dunhill with any questions. Uh, give her a follow on Instagram. She is a blast. Um, What's your handle again? By Dunhill, B-Y-D-U-N-H-I-L-L. Cool. And you can follow along with her healing from her surgery. Until next time, we love you and you should too. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye, guys.